welcome to Island Cast. I'm your host, Alice, and today we'll be talking to Nicola Wills. Hello. Hi, Nicola. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Well, considering? <laughs> yes, considering everything. So just a quick background. Uh, I'll introduce Nicola to you. She is a ballerina and dances for the Ballet van Vlaanderen, which is pretty awesome. And she's not from here. So Nicola, where are you from? And do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? So I'm from Adelaide, South Australia. Um, so it's uh, very far away. And uh, not many people know where it is. So it's like the south, the south part of the country. It's the capital city there. Okay, that so. is pretty far away. And did you do your training there or somewhere else? Um, I did my training. Actually, I finished high school um, the normal way, which is pretty un. Um, pretty rare for like a professional dancer because usually when you want to, well usually if you know you want to be a ballet dancer you usually leave school around like 14 15 16 to go and do like a private academy or a proper um, full-time training mm -hmm. and uh, my parents didn't want me to miss out on my full education which at the time I was devastated <laughs> but now I'm very very happy about that so um, yeah I just did in the end part-time training uh, with a dance school called Terry Simpson's ballet uh, okay. ballet studios and um, yeah then I finished school at 18 and then I got a like trainee uh, program with the Queensland Ballet in Brisbane so wow amazing moved after that that's great and then did you go straight from Australia to Belgium or no I didn't actually I moved uh, I moved in 2012 to Germany first mm -hmm. I got a job in uh, theater ballet Dortmund so that was uh, yeah in Dortmund mm -hmm. and I was kind of on like a guesting uh, contract there so I managed to uh, get out of my contract halfway through when I got a job with Ballet van Vlaanderen awesome. it was a better contract so yeah so then I moved in 2013 to Belgium okay so you've been here a while yes and what do you prefer Germany or Belgium um, I mean, I was, uh, when I first moved to Germany, I was like, you know, 21, so fresh, first year yeah. in, uh, in Europe. So everything was really like, you know, amazing and new, but now like looking back on it, I think like living in Belgium is, uh, much better and I do prefer mm. living here. I think that the, there's more social opportunities yeah. and everybody is more friendly Aww. and, um, yeah, I don't know. I just had like a nice little community in Antwerp, so that's great. It's nice to be here. That's awesome. And I mean, you must miss Australia, especially right now. How is it with your family being there? Do you guys FaceTime a lot or how do you keep in touch? Um, yeah, like FaceTime. Uh, my mom is like an avid uh, Instagram stalker, so we keep <laughs> in contact a lot. Is she like the type of mom that would comment under your pictures and be like, miss you, honey? Or... Yeah, she's like every every uh, Instagram comment. She's just like, fabulous daughter. Miss you, daughter. And like, so everyone knows she's my, mo she's she's my mom. She's my mom. It's really That's cute, so though. That's so cute. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, I mean, I, I feel like Australia is much more behind in everything that's going on so they feel, I think a lot of my friends and family are like what's going on over there it sounds really crazy yeah and um I mean yeah my mom tried to get me to come home but I was like no um <laughs> so yeah, I want I mean I wonder if it's gonna reach I mean it probably will reach Australia or has it reached yeah it's already yeah. reached Australia I think actually the numbers are almost the same as Belgium maybe okay. Okay. but the thing is is that it's more like everything is more spaced out there like the country yeah. is bigger uh, living is not as um, not as 
in close proximity. Yeah. Um, and they have like a lesser population. I mean, they have like a third of the population of Italy living in a country yeah, like bigger than Europe. Huge, so, yeah. you know, it's... Uh, Everyone's already kind of in quarantine. Yeah. City. But there was <laughs> like, uh, I don't know if you've seen all this stuff on Instagram about uh, all the toilet paper yeah like going missing so there was some kind of rumor started in australia that china was the greatest import import sorry exporter of toilet paper yeah. to australia and so then everyone started freaking out thinking no. that when china went in quarantine <laughs> we wouldn't get toilet paper anymore so now they started everyone they've got like policemen in the aisle the toilet paper aisle no. of, australian, of australian supermarkets oh my gosh and so that's the only frenzy they're dealing with right now toilet paper toilet paper i feel like that's the only frenzy everywhere though. i know What's up with toilet paper guys you can use a bidet i guess or just use the shower yeah it's worst nice. case scenario you know get some kleenex Kleenex. um anyways going back to <laughs> a more interesting topic maybe um i thought it would be fun if we would talk about your career as a dancer as a professional dancer and uh-huh. about ballet as a sport and yes. You know, often we describe ballet as an art and it's very creative, but the whole sport and athletic aspect kind of gets overlooked. So definitely feel about that. Yeah, I mean, even for myself, like growing up, I was very much I mean, I did always like to do sports and like Pilates and yoga and things, but I was always very like dance orientated. Um, But like coming to Europe and getting a bit older, I've definitely experienced a lot of injuries. And through my injuries, I had to do a lot of rehabbing, which involved a lot of functional training for like strength. And so for this, I learned so much about like my body and my muscles and how things interact. And I mean, you know, how I have to use it in a certain way for my job. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it was it was nice that there's like this information and intelligence coming up in dance now that is involving a lot more. Um, functional training and gym work and stability and strength because prior to that it was you know just dance 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 and then from what I heard people would get injuries and Mm. I guess now it's more preventative that you can include all those other types of yeah exactly like prevention I think is like the best thing you know and Mm. I mean like focusing on like strength training in prevention for injuries is mm-hmm. I mean you can save yourself like years of your career honestly yeah. so and it's been really helpful um so just like take a step out of your job and sometimes reassess like really how you're using your body yeah and for dancers we really have this such like intrinsic muscle work that mm-hmm. you're like always refining like these tiny muscles it's not just like doing working like the big muscle groups all the yeah. time and so if you're not constantly doing that, like the body's so lazy, like mm-hmm. naturally wants to be lazy, I think. Yeah. So like if you're not like constantly refining that, then it will just kind of not do it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's just like any other professional um, athlete, but mm. maybe you can tell us what a day in your life looks like, because how I picture it is ballet, like ballet people, ballerinas, they're just constantly training. <laughs> they're always in the studio, always warming up, taking classes, rehearsing. Yeah. So maybe run us through like a typical day pre-corona. <laughs> pre-corona. Oh, those are the days. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So a typical day at Ballet Flandrian, I would probably get to work hopefully like three quarters to half an hour before um, I start training mm-hmm. um, with the hopes of doing a warm up. But sometimes I'm a little bit chatty in the dressing room, so <laughs> I don't get there as on time as I want. But yeah, um, that we we are actually lucky that we have a colleague of mine who's also Australian. She teaches okay. Pilates class twice a week, so nice. 
sometimes that's on offer an hour before we do training. So you mm-hmm. can do Pilates or I do my own warm up, which mm-hmm. kind of involves a bit of stability training on like a Bozu ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm quite prone at the moment to like knee and ankle injuries. Okay. So I tend to do like a lot of stability work yeah. or like some abdominals to kind of get that going. Yeah. I tend not to stretch too much before training okay is that more of a thing that you do after training yeah or? I mean it's funny because I used to always stretch before yeah um but we would be working with a, our physio beyond fearance and he is always saying that like obviously stretching weakens the muscles especially if you're yeah. going for like a prolonged stretch yeah. so I try not to I mean I do the stretch a tiny bit more like yeah. active stretching and other than that yeah. I focus on actually like warming up my muscles yeah and so then we start our training with what we call bar. So mm-hmm. um, we're holding onto a bar and we do like a series of exercises that are like more or less always in the same order and they progress incrementally getting harder. Yeah. But the exercises can vary. Like the teacher knows the steps that they can put into an exercise Yeah. and they'll make up their own routine okay. for that. It's kind of like yeah. an alphabet, you know? Like yeah. You have the alphabet, you make words. With words, you make sentences. With the sentences, you make a phrase. So it's like this kind of routine. Yeah. And so once we've warmed up from bar, we move into center practice. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a a similar thing, but it's a bit more dancey. And going on to like jumping and the girls do point work. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so that's our training in the morning. We do this every day. I mean, except Sundays. Um, Six days a week we do. Yeah. For an hour and 15 or an hour and a half. Wow. Six so, days a week. Six days a okay. week. And then, um, yeah, we have like a 15 minute break and mm-hmm. then we tend to have like a two hour rehearsal in the morning. Um, but depending on what we're working on, sometimes if we're working on a full length ballet production, mm-hmm. then sometimes the whole group will be together. But often at the Ballet Flandrin, we, we do like double bills or triple bills in which yeah. we're doing like three different pieces from three different choreographers. Okay. So depending on like what piece you're in or where you're rehearsing or maybe you have like a duet in that piece or a group part in the piece, like some people will be um, like split up into the different studios. And so we have like two hours of rehearsal or if you have no rehearsal, then you get a break. So that's always good. (laughs) And then we have an hour lunch break and then we'd have rehearsals till 530 in the afternoon. Wow. So it's pretty much nonstop. Pretty much. I mean, when we have a performance day, we sometimes we start later and then we might have like two or three hours of rehearsal and then we have a big break in the afternoon from like two o'clock or three yeah and then from there we'll have the show in the evening okay. so we're like relatively still working the same hours but then mm-hmm. it's like split up in a different you have a bigger break yeah a bigger where break where you get to either take a nap or yes <laughs> get naps. nice for the show naps or... are essential <laughs> definitely yeah. yeah wow that's intense though and how big is the how big is the group actually that you train with Currently, I think we're 41 dancers, um, including a stagiaire. So, yeah, it's quite a big group. It's a nice group. It's this big, but it's also still quite, like, family intimate. I was just going to ask, is it kind of like a family or, like, I'm guessing, like, a soccer team or a baseball team? Because you're constantly together. Yeah. I mean, like, I have friends in ballet companies that are, Mm -hmm. like, 80 to 100 people. And they're, like, yeah, there are people, like, I don't even speak to during the day, you know? But, like, I feel like in our group we have um, just enough people that you're, like, quite friendly with everybody yeah. And we can fit everyone in one room to do training. And if we do a group piece, then, you know, we have, like, the whole company in one room rehearsing. Yeah. So, 
yeah, you get to have like these nice family bonds, like yeah. which is nice for me being so far away from home. Like I always feel like I have so many people around me, you know. So it's you're really never nice. alone. No, I'm never alone. <laughs> That's good. Definitely. And are there a lot? Of, just a random question: Are there a lot of Belgian people in the company, or is it a lot of foreigners, expats? Um, I would actually say one third of the company is Belgian. Okay. Yeah, it's quite because we have a relationship with the Royal Ballet School of Antwerp. Mm. So generally, we always have our stagiaires uh, come from the Royal Ballet School of Antwerp. So we have like maybe one or two a year. Sometimes they're Belgian, sometimes they're not. But um, most of them that did their traineeship are like still with the company. Yeah. So it's quite nice. You also have this like patriotic feel yeah Belgium as well and a nice eclectic group that's from everywhere I'm sure like the international vibe feels yeah nice we have so many international people we have like people from Thailand Japan America uh Spain Italy um that's great yeah Australia yeah yeah an international group yeah really it's nice (laughs) (laughs) and I was wondering because you know you're dancing all day long but during your the actual shows isn't there a lot of maybe acting that goes into it and stage presence and well not I guess charisma is part of it as well do you have any training that relates to that or that would just be part of the rehearsals um sometimes I mean yeah I did like acting classes growing up and stuff and I guess some people are like in the same boat as me Mm -hmm. but in general um uh, most people just have like a natural vibe for it. Yeah, I think. I mean, if there's something very specific, like mm-hmm. then we have like someone who is more coaching us on that. Yeah. So, um, or like, like often like with our director Larby, he does. Um, he started to incorporate speech into his pieces and mm-hmm. often choreographs arm gestures. Okay. So that maybe we're all speaking the same thing and we're all choreographed an arm gesture at the same time, mm-hmm. so that maybe the mannerism is the same. So in this kind of way, you have, like, your own personality, but you also have, like, a limitation of, like, what you should be doing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of acting in, like, these kind of more story-based pieces. Because you're doing a lot at once when you're on stage. (laughs) Yeah. But it's really nice. I like it. it's awesome. I like the story ballets more because you can really put your personality into it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes if you're doing, like, just something really dark and contemporary or just something really... um, like straight ballet, nothing mm-hmm. like nothing Very behind it. Yeah. Or, then it's yeah. like you know you're just dancing. It's just physical. Yeah. It's not like emotional, and it's not humorous mm-hmm. or uh, relatable. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Another question. Since you're putting your body under quite a lot of stress, I guess. What are your favorite ways to relax um, or to? I don't know. What do you do as? What's the word? unwinding yes unwinding (laughs) but also like do you like to get massages or do you foam roll or take ice baths oh I wish (laughs) (laughs) Um, we actually have uh well we have physio osteo and massage available to us at the ballet okay so that's like really really amazing I'm really happy for that um so yeah like grabbing a massage is really good um we also have these uh recovery boots what's (laughs) Okay, tell us more about that. <laughs> they're these like giant boots that you put on and they're linked to this little machine that puffs it's full of air and it's like it's like pressure. Oh. So it, like okay. it like gets your um, lymphatic system working and nice. like get like makes your blood kind of flow a little bit better. Yeah. So that's always good. And um, yeah, just like taking a bath, having some wine, yeah. doing some yoga sometimes. Like yeah. 
I really like doing yoga and sometimes because my job's so physical yeah I'm like oh I don't want to do anything extra but then like if I actually do it I'm like oh I feel really good now yeah. so I have to like keep reminding myself yeah, yeah. to like do that to incorporate the different all the yeah. different aspects to feel good about it yeah also it's like um just the breathing I find yeah. is good like because we're also under such stress of like go 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 yeah. during our ballet day like you could be stretching your muscle but it's not like you're relaxing into it it's really that you're like okay I've got to do this now yeah. like now so, we do this, now we do that. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But with yoga, if you like really do it, then it's like, okay, I take the time for myself. Yeah. So yeah. it's nice. Some me time. Self-care is so exactly. important. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure a lot of people have this question, but <laughs> it's really random. How do you memorize your routines? I guess it's the re- constant rehearsal, but this yeah. is the only sport, I guess, that is you have to memorize it piece that can be I don't know how long maybe up to three hours sometimes I actually ask this question to myself sometimes because I I don't know how much like capacity of my brain yeah like is holding because also I remember work quite easily like if we've done something three years ago and then I watch a video it'll come back really easily so like this kind of muscle memory I think it has interesting it must be the muscle memory yeah Yeah. I think it's a muscle memory but I think it also has to do with music because if you're Mm -hmm. like it's like it's like rhythm and muscle memory and dynamic like together with like like your like music also has the capacity to bring your like a memory to your mind you know true yeah so I feel like it really has to do with the combination of like all of those things together but yeah we do have to rehearse quite a bit (laughs) (laughs) to get it in there happened that you were on stage and you blacked out does that happen? Yeah, um, recently it happened for the first time since I was probably 12 years old. And oh I laughed. I had to laugh so much. I mean, you just <laughs> improvise, you yeah. know? So, like, you, you have, I don't know. It's nice to know that you trust yourself enough that if it happens, you can make something you of make it. You make it work. Yeah. So I don't think anyone would have noticed, but I was yeah. like, shit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> As, I guess, I'm guessing especially if you're on stage with a partner or a group, and then I'm sure you have that eye contact and you're like, what's going on <laughs> yeah definitely there's been some moments or like if someone yeah. someone makes a mistake and it takes you out of your like zone yeah it can be quite hard to get back in there yeah so um, like if someone falls over or something it, it like jars you out of your like yeah. performance zone yeah, yeah, yeah. um do little yeah. things like that happen a lot on stage that someone else makes a mistake or someone hurts themselves and you have to improvise around it or it's pretty much very streamlined and yeah I mean not super much anymore like sometimes like it has happened you know um so yeah but people people try tend not to freak out like people tend to like uh cover everyone's mistakes up pretty well like as a team you're a team right yeah Yeah. we're not gonna stop on stage and be like do that again yeah (laughs) (laughs) so it's okay yeah yeah Awesome. Okay, I'm thinking, what else can I ask you? Well, actually, right now we're in a very interesting time, Uh and the ballet is on pause Uh until April 5th or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So what are you doing with your time now? And, you know, they say that most arts... Is create can be created during interesting and darker times. Definitely. So are you choreographing? Do you do other... Yeah. Things. Well, I would have liked to. Initially, when we were told we couldn't come into work Mm -hmm. for a while, um, like, that's kind of what I wanted to do. Like, I was like, okay, like, now's the time to, like, do videos and take photos and, like, choreograph and, like, all of these kind of things. Because originally we were told that the studios to the ballet were still open. So if we wanted to train ourselves, we could. Yeah. 
Um, but now it's like, now it's not the case. So now we don't have any access to this and we can't even see people. So, I mean, all of those like creative plans I had are also put on hold. Yeah. Um, but the nice thing is, is that we live in like a te- an age now with so much easy access to technology. And I must say like the dance community, I find especially on social media as being like super uplifting. Like I have so many friends that are like doing um, like live stream classes and like sharing their like Pilates routine and them doing like their ballet bar in the kitchen. And, you know, it's nice to know that like everyone's in the same boat and uh, we all have to kind of like push through together. Yeah. So uh, I just, I feel bad because there's, I mean, I'm lucky with the the ballet company that we have where I'm like um, contract, you know, Mm -hmm. but I have a lot of friends that are freelancing or they're in uh, like theaters in America, for instance, like during their summer vacation, they're actually put on unemployment. Yeah. So for a period of like this, they're put on unemployment. And so I think that for the arts, this is going to have a massive impact. Um, Even if the companies are government funded, I think that most art projects, um, festivals, um, works, companies, they're going to have feel it really badly. Yeah. And I think I know a lot of my friends and dancers that I know are going to suffer because of yeah. it. So it's quite sad. It's very, it's very frightening. It's just, very frightening. Yeah. yeah. Not, just not to the uncertainty of what, what, you know, yeah. what's next with the arts, but also, you know, everything, I guess the whole economy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little scary. Yeah. But, well, we don't want to end on a, no, on a negative sad note. note. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. So, well, just in case, because I didn't say this at the beginning of the episode, but Nicola is actually your instructor that teaches balletics. I'm sure by now you guys yes. have all made the link. <laughs> um, tell us more about that. Like, So the class is ballet inspired, but there's also some... You know, some sculpting, some toning, yeah. some, a little bit of everything, right? Well, I just, like, you guys approached me to teach something, yeah. like, ballet bar inspired. And because we didn't have bars, I was like, you know, I reckon it would be a more sweaty class without bars, yeah. actually. And, um, yeah, I think that, like, I usually, for people that don't do the class, I usually start it with, like, a, a Pilates kind of, like, toning warm-up. And then go into the workout, which is like a ballet, um, ballet inspired aerobics workout, and then finishing with kind of some yoga stretching on the end. Um, so I kind of just wanted to do like a full thing, like yeah. incorporating like stability, stamina, um, balance, um, and like a bit of aerobics and limbering at the same time. Yeah. For me, this is like if I think, um, if I think like. Uh, dynamically about what ballet is Mm -hmm. like how you use your body then I would try to incorporate like all of that into one class yeah so and it's working people love the class I'm happy (laughs) it like took off so nicely yeah people love it and you know I think a big part of it is obviously besides the fact that you're teaching it in such a fun (laughs) and amazing way is also that a lot of the there's a lot of girls taking the class. I mean, guys, please feel free to yeah, join. don't be scared. Don't fellas. be shy. Don't be scared. <laughs> it's a workout. You'll see. Uh-huh. Actually, you can follow along from home because Nicola will be live streaming some classes. So yes, then you'll be, you'll feel safer to try it out. <laughs> Definitely. But a lot of the girls used to take ballet when they were little girls. You yeah, know, it's I like the thing in Belgium and probably in the rest of the world. Like you take ballet if you're a girl, you do soccer if you're a boy, and I mean. Hopefully by now it's not that changing, yeah, <laughs> not of course. That stereotyped anymore. But a lot of girls have that um, that throwback feeling, you yeah, know? memory time, memory time. <laughs> they can put the bun in their hair, and yeah, it's, it's really very nice. Cute. 
it's yeah. good I see like I also see sometimes when people have done ballet for a while yeah. it's nice and yeah. yeah it's a good challenge I think I also find it challenging I had a couple of my mm-hmm. friends who are professional ballet dancers yeah. they came into a class and they were like it's really hard <laughs> <laughs> Burning. yeah so actually the other day when I did the live stream I was yeah. like mildly dying because I'm a bit out of shape now that I haven't been working in a week <laughs> live streams because I'm doing a few as well like normally when you teach you show and you yeah kind of do it along with them but then you also walk around and like yeah talk to people and motivate people and with yeah. a live stream you're doing Just, everything yeah and I also I was I'm out of breath yeah. the whole time <laughs> yeah so yes. I guess we're getting fitter too Yay. That's good. Yay. <laughs> well you know it's such a good initiative to do things online and I think like yeah yeah we're so lucky we have this technology right now that we can use definitely yeah um, is there anything that you would like to end with, leave our listeners with a, maybe a piece of advice about creativity and dancing and arts and sports? Or Yeah, <laughs> my God, just keep going. Like, it's a horrible time to be stuck inside. But, you know, like, even if you just put on some music and have a jam session in your apartment, like, it's just so uplifting. And it really, like, yeah, it's really like a release. And I yeah. think that people that... Like, people that do sport, people that go partying, people that go out to have a drink on the weekend with their friends, like, everybody needs this moment to, like, let go. And I think you can still find that in your apartment. I know it's, like, horrible (laughs) time to be quarantined, but, you know, just... Don't don't get depressed. Just so we need that outlet. Have an outlet. Find an outlet. Do yes. some yoga. Do some balletics. Have a dance. Watch I, a comedy show. Like yes. yeah. I was actually talking to Christoph about this on our introduction episode, but you know, so many people they take ballet, for instance, uh-huh. until they're like 12, 13, 14, and then you know they have more work for school, and they think, oh well, I'm not going to be a, pro- a professional ballerina, so I might as well just quit. Yeah. And then they don't have that outlet anymore and it's so sad and people think they can't dance if they're not good they just shouldn't dance and it's so untrue because yeah everyone should dance because it feels so good right it's literally a god-given right to dance I feel like everybody can in their Mm -hmm. own way do it and I feel like that's like it's really like a yearning that you have as a person Mm -hmm. to express yourself in some way like this yeah so yeah yeah. I think that's a beautiful note to end on. Yay! So, <laughs> Positivity! You, yes, thank you so much, Nicola, for talking to me. Thank and you. We can't wait to tune into your live streams. Yes, Monday, be, be there. Monday's at 7 p.m., right? Yes, exactly. Okay, we'll see you there. And thank you guys at home for listening. My name is Alice, and we'll see you soon at the next Island Cast. Ciao! Bye-bye.